Blog Talk Radio. Life. Are you growing with it or feeling left out? Either way or in between, you're in the right place today with the host of Change Already, Your Future, Your Choice, Jillian. She's an award-winning author and radio personality. She's warm, she's fuzzy, and she's got an attitude. I don't have an attitude today because it's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone. I'm glad you're joining me. I was thinking about it. You know, I've been on air a year now here at Block Talk, and I think last year my show actually fell on Valentine's Day last time. So, yay, I get to talk again at this auspicious day about love of all different kinds. First of all, I want to thank everybody for coming out to the event at the Cappy Center last Saturday and then my private clients. It was so nice to be out and about. You know, sometimes I get caught up of being in my office and writing away all the time that I really, really appreciate people coming out and talking, and they always have the best questions. (laughs) It's like I'm not sure if they sit around waiting for me to figure out these questions or they just come to them as they're there, but either way, it was wonderful to see everyone and get reconnected with some of my private clients that I've been away for for a while. They aren't too happy, but that's okay. So last week, right after the program, I got off and I received this incredibly lovely email from the editors at Block Talk Radio that informed me that Change Already, this radio program, is now a featured program. So if you go over to any of the archive areas, you'll see a little button that says featured. (laughs) That's us. So thank you very much for all of you that have been following me. Apparently it's working. So thank you again for that. I had a really good feeling about February because of love and everything else. And so I decided that I would take that month and dedicate it to what I call soulful songwriters. You know those songwriters that we listen to in our own genres that have this certain sense about them that they're able to tap into the world of music and combine it into these intrinsic knowings of how to tap into the sense of sound that can trigger something deep with each one of us. And I started last week with an artist known as Jay Craig. He's a guitarist that touches the soul from an uh, instrumental point of view. And if you missed it, go back and re-listen to that show. It was wonderful. You can find it on Blog Talk. It's the first week of February in the archives at Block Talk Radio, or you can even go back to my website, which is JillianMossBackman.com, J-I-L-L-I-A-N-M-A-A-S-B-A-C-K-M-A-N.com. So this week, I want to share another artist that I've known for a while that's able to combine not only the instrumental part, but his voice as well, and wait till you hear the incredible communication that he gives to all of us. If this doesn't touch your soul, I don't know 
where you're at or what you got to do to get there. His name is Mike Heimbaugh, and I want you to listen to his an excerpt from his song, We Cut It Down. It's from Good Morning Sunshine. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to close your eyes, if you can, where you're at, and listen intently, not just from the mind, but really open your heart when you listen today. It's about Valentine's Day and touching people in different ways that you've never touched before. Now, if you're out driving, I don't want you to close your eyes, of course, but the rest of you, if you're able to, settle into a quiet place just for about two minutes and listen to Mike's song, Good Morning Sunshine, and then we'll talk to him directly right after that. Good morning, sunshine. It's nice to be seen and see you again. All of my footsteps have melted away. It's time to say goodbye to the night. After that, other than let's just talk to Mike. Hello, Mike. Hello, Jillian. That's your music. <laughs> that is. <laughs> Let me tell everybody a little bit about you before we go on. I'm just trying to get back on the zone. It's like I kind of closed my eyes and did my own assignment. It's like, shoot, now I got to work. Anyway, <laughs> Mike is a Chicago based musician and composer. He's been playing the guitar since he was about the age of 20. He is instrumental in forming the band Hello Dave, which was pretty popular in the whole Midwest area in the early 90s during his college years at Eastern Illinois University. 
I guess after he graduated, he had the calling, so he decided that he would dedicate his entire life to music, and he's been successfully touring with their band through both America and worldwide. In the last couple of years, Mike decided to go out and start doing some whole solo composing music that reflected more of a personal side to songwriting, which is what we just heard and I kind of coined this phrase. Sorry if you don't like it, Mike. It's, it's I called it Chicago Soul Twang. And in 2012, he played with alongside wellness artists, including Three Dog Night and Little River Band. You are way out there, my friend. He's published his latest works in a CD entitled Radio Free Sunshine and a series of EPs. And his first one is appropriate labeled purple. Thank, welcome, Mike. Well, thank you so much for having me, Jillian. I appreciate it. Oh, thanks for joining us. I want to talk about these soulful songwriters, and I started last week with this. When I was starting to write the series, it became very evident there were three things that I see in all these artists that I'm presenting. They have great creativity. They have an empathic sensing and their spirituality comes through in all of their songs that they write and compose. How does any of that apply to your personal songwriting? I mean, you've definitely hit the nail on the head with me. I, I can't speak for others, but I know from an early age, uh, all I could do was just pretend all the time. I was just pretending things. I was... I was a race car driver. I was playing football. I was singing the national anthem at baseball games. I was just pretending all the time. And that little creativity thing is, has just always been in my blood. Even if it's not, you know, artistic, not necessarily writing songs, it's, you know, building something or, or painting the barn even, you know, something fun. The empathy thing, man, I didn't know it growing up, and I just kind of learned this on my spiritual quest lately. Is that I'm definitely definitely have that in sense of of feeling others and feeling the the sadness or the pain or the happiness around me, and it's definitely driven me in different ways. I really want to feel more of the happiness, so that's why I sing about things to make people smile, and I can definitely feel it by the end of a show. I can feel people smiling back at me with their hearts and with their mouths, which is nice. Yeah, there is an openness. If you've ever seen Mike on stage, and if you haven't, I would suggest that you do. He's out there, obviously. The thing that drives people to you, Mike, is this very quiet, unassuming, but confident sense of empathic sensing that draws people in, and the music really has a raw but truthful sense to it. Do you see that it's changed over the years for you? I know that you were with Hello Day for a while, but once you, I mean, was it always there or has it evolved as you've got to know yourself better? Uh, it's definitely changed and evolved. Um, back with the band, when I, I was writing songs, I understand so much, uh, as much as I do now. When I wrote songs back then, it was unique because a, a song would start coming out 
And I didn't know what it was about when I wrote the first line. It just would kind of come out, and I'd just kind of build on it from there. And by the time I was finished and actually thought about it, I'd think, oh, my gosh, yeah, it's definitely something that came out of the back of my mind that I've been thinking about, but I really didn't set out to write it. Nowadays, um, I, I really get the sense that there's something around me that's helping me write songs. You know, if I open up to it, I can just let things pour out, if you will. And they aren't aren't necessarily my words, but, man, they're pretty neat. Well, when you're writing, so when you're putting songs together, do the lyrics come first and then the tune later, or does it matter how it comes to you? It doesn't matter, but generally, almost always, in fact, when I I sit down with that creative streak in me, um, it'll start with the guitar in my hand, and I'll, I'll start strumming and then a melody will come to my head and I'll just start humming along and put some la-las in for the syllables and such <laughs> and and I, I'm always with a recording device when I start doing it on recording what I'm singing and you know the the words that start coming out and a lot of it's nonsensical but all of a sudden when I start listening back I can hear the syllables and almost hear words that are there that I didn't know. Really? Kind of just coming. Yeah, I swear. In fact, with that song, "Good Morning Sunshine," that you just played, that was the yeah. first one where it really, really just touched me, and I could feel that it came from somewhere else. And I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> Do you think that everybody has the capability? Now, I am not a singer, okay? Now, I can write the words and maybe even come up with the tone and the melody and everything, but you do not want me to sing it. Do you think everybody has that inner soul singer and writer and songwriter inside of them? Man, that's a good question. I've always felt it comes... I don't want to say easy, but it comes naturally to a lot of people. And I don't know if that's just because it's their certain gift. You know, everyone's got that gift that they have that comes so easily to them, and they don't even realize that it's their gift because it comes so easily. Right. Uh, or not easily, but naturally, whatever it is. Yeah. And I still have to work at it for sure. But uh, So I don't know if necessarily everyone can do everything. I mean, I don't think... I don't think I could sit down and write a book like you wrote. That's pretty awesome. (laughs) Well, thank you very much. Yeah, that was a big task. And I think that songwriting has that same element of rawness. You know, I was talking about how when you put words down in a song or, in my case, a book, you really have to trust the process. And you're talking about you don't know where the words come from, But you also have to trust the process of whatever the universe gives you that it's the right thing that you should be sharing with the world because it becomes very vulnerable when you become a songwriter. For sure. It is really personal. And and you, you talked about me being on stage and being all confident and stuff. And really, I'm a very shy person. Um, and, it makes me really nervous to sing in front of people until I like step on a stage and I'm just up there in my little element. And then I do feel kind of confident and feel good. 
And but even still, the first time I let someone hear a new song or something, I'm terribly nervous, thinking, what if they, what if they think it's awful? Oh my gosh! <laughs> and what if they don't Every see time. the truth? It's like, yeah, Every that's time. really good, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and now, fortunately, I have this wonderful partner, Nicole, who right. is now my sounding board, and she is uh, she is very spiritual herself and very in touch with with the universe and. She's very, very kind to me, and, and but she will, you know, she catches the things that don't quite work that, you know, that she knows may have, you know, I may have glided over. So there are certain times the universe leaves some holes here and there, you know, in my songs, and I slow them in and may miss a word here or there, and she helps me every time. I love it. Well, maybe there's no accidents that you miss the word and she knows the word. It is so true. I tell you, and it's always... You know, it's almost always like one word, but it's it's just a key little word that man, it just makes a big difference. I love it. Now I haven't started giving her uh, credits on the writing yet, so don't give her any hints. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that people always ask me is about what inspires me to write. What inspires inspires you? Um, you know, are there places, are there people, are there events that cross your paths? What kind of process do you go through to get inspired and to have an end result of a beautiful song that you write on the other end? Um, I would say that the first thing, the, the way I really get inspired is just immersing myself into that uh, that culture, that art, by either going to see someone that I respect play and sing, and if their songs really touch me, man, it makes me want to go home and just sit and play for hours. Or even listening to music, I like to just put on my headphones and hit shuffle on my little iPod, and quite often, man, a few really beautiful songs will follow each other, and they just make you want to go and and express in the same way. I think that people work so hard to find inspiration, Mike, that like we talk about so many times that it's just right in front of you. So it might be sitting next to somebody in a restaurant or I think people get stuck on this big aha moment thing they're looking for and they miss those quiet, unassuming moments that can be as much as an inspiration for writing and playing as anything else. Yeah, and that's, you know, when I was younger, I think it was so much easier to tap into that. And yeah, then you, I, agree. I go through, You know, I go through spells then when you get so much more critical of yourself and it's you think you need to find the, you know, this great piece of inspiration to really truly write this great song. And I realized, you know, man, I, I need to find some other tools. And one thing that helps me so much is just uh, having an idea to write about. So I'll ask Nicole, for instance. Uh, I had a group of songwriters come and, and stay a couple of days with me. And I had Nicole just kind of sit and meditate for a while and come up with four ideas for a song, whether it's a title or just a three- or four- or five-word phrase. And she came out and presented these to us. You know, one by one, she'd give us one, and we'd all go and kind of write on that idea for 35, 45 minutes. And it's amazing how much stuff just comes out of those those simple words that, you know, that she found for us. It was really neat. 
So I'm going to use yeah, the, the goal of the exercise. Yeah. I think the goal of the exercise is that we each need to find that our own way. You know, you mm-hmm. can use a person for so long and then you have to find that own spark of inspiration and words because that's the way I work with myself too is that, you know, you start with one or two words and then it just explodes from there. Right. You know, there's a lot of young kids out there. What kind of things and advice would you share with them about aspiring to be a songwriter? I know it's a hard life. I know it's challenging, but it rewards are huge. What can you tell them to get in touch with their inner soul twang? Well, there's a bunch of things. I mean, mainly just just do it, you know, in the famous words of whoever that is. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just sit and, and write a song, you know, and, and no matter how bad your your uh, your inner critic, we all have this little inner critic that sits in there inside your head going, oh, gosh, that's awful. Don't write that. That's silly. But you just have to push that guy away for a while and just write that stuff down. I mean, my the songs that I've, throughout my life, I, I've thought, oh, man, this is, this is not my best song, that's for sure, and I push it aside. But it'll, sooner or later, it'll make it to the light of day and, and that's the one that people like on the album. It's it's all it always works out that way. The one that that you think might be the worst one. And maybe it's because it seems so cliche to you or so or so uh I don't know, just so simple. But a lot of people really love that just the way that the cliche or the, the simple stuff flows and it comes out so much easier when you struggle so hard to write these big words or these big ideas. Sometimes that's what get lost on people. Um, but if you can just kind of keep doing it. And then what I found recently in my life is just sitting down and being peaceful and just being relaxed and sitting in a place where I feel happy, where I feel good about myself. That's when my best work now is coming out for sure. Timing is probably the most important part of all that. Like you said, I think people get so caught up in rushing, like they write the song and then they want to get it out to the world as fast as they can. And divine timing and patience goes a long way when you're doing this kind of creative work because it refines itself as it goes along. You know, today is Valentine's Day and a lot of people have trouble speaking the words but they may have an easier time using music lyrics as their muse to tell someone how much they love them. So I thought it was great that you were on today because the words and the melodies that you put out there have such an underlying element of love. How do you see love in your life? Well, that's my favorite. I mean, come on. I think think that's what it's all about. Personally, I think, you know, uh, the basic reason of being here is love, as to love yourself, to, and not just that, that wishy-gushy feeling of love, but just that, that respect and love for everyone and everything. And so I, I let it come out in my songs, you know. I think love is one of those transparent things that everybody's going after, but if they really stop and thought about it, there's love in animals, in siblings, in children. I think we get so caught up in that love between a partner 
that we get so blindsided by that we don't understand that love is just the element of being alive. Yes, so true. I mean, just look in your, if you have a dog, just look in their eyes. (laughs) There's nothing but beautiful innocence and love when they're staring back at you. Yeah, and cats too, Mike. Cats too, of course. Everything. Cats too. A a baby. (laughs) Are you a cat person, Jillian? I am a cat person, but I'm a dog and a cat person. I like them both. But and they all have so different looks of love. You know, a yeah, cat loves right. in a different way than a dog. You know, absolutely. Versus my kids. <laughs> <laughs> and Nicole and I have just recently got ponies on our farm. And oh, man, that's I had a, whole, a pony. Really? Man, oh, that's yeah, a whole another ball game of love. Oh man, they're so sweet and so they're very spiritual. The way they stand and look at you and love them. So maybe what we're trying to say to the world today on Valentine's Day is expand your idea of what love looks like. If you don't have that significant other, there's lots of other love around to go around in everyone's life. Maybe we should just listen to your songs and listen to the lyrics and expand that whole genre of what's going on about love today. Yeah, and I like the idea of just going and looking in the mirror and saying, I love you. Yep. Isn't that the hardest, though? Oh, gosh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) That is probably the hardest, and it's probably where it all, you know, where it all starts. Yeah, it all culminates in there. at At least start to truly like yourself, you know, and then things start opening up, and, man, maybe you can love yourself, too. So true. Okay, I know that you're super busy this year. Are you still traveling with Hello Dave? I don't know about that. And and I know you're doing your solo thing. So could you tell us in the last couple minutes some of the things that you have going on for the next couple months? Yeah, mostly I'm doing the solo stuff, uh, which means okay. it's either me or I might have a, a fiddle player with me. And I like doing my favorite thing recently are, are doing these house concerts where people uh, host uh, an event at their home, whether it, you know, if it's nice out, we'll be outside on the deck or inside the living room, and they'll have 20, 30, 40 people over, and it's a little concert right inside. And they're so beautiful because you can really, I don't know, if you can definitely feel the, the connection with everybody there. And everybody's very respectful of the music, which is nice, and they, they listen, and it allows you to tell about the songs, talk about them a little bit. But I'm also doing some club dates and, and traveling around doing, you know, wherever I can, I like to go and play. I enjoy singing songs to people. That's my so thing. So what are you going to do? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. The band, um, yeah, I'm still in touch with those guys, and we, uh, we'll we do some shows here and there. Um, we don't really have any anything booked yet, but I will happily play more shows with them through the years because they – you know that that's where I started. That's where I grew up in music, and I love those guys, and I love that band. So I'll never, I'll never uh, abandon it completely. Oh, that's nice. I'm, also, I'm sure they're I'm, happy about that. Yes, and I'm also just recording more songs and doing uh, this series of EPs. You know, I've got Purple out right now, and Green is out on uh, iTunes, okay. and Blue is just going to come out probably in the next three weeks or so. And you're doing a show this evening, you said? I am. I'm playing in my 
uh, Nicole and I recently moved out of the city to a little farmhouse way out in the country, and uh, it's near a town called Sheffield, and I'm playing right in Sheffield tonight at a little uh, little music club there. Ooh, I love that. And then where are you going to be next week? Uh, well, tomorrow night I'll go to Des Moines, Iowa, and play at a place called the Anchor Coffee House in a church there in Des Moines. I'm excited for that. That'll be kind of neat. And then next week I go into Chicago and do a... Uh, um, a writer's night at a place called Joe's in Chicago. It's called uh, the Whiskey Jam, which will be kind of fun. Good stuff. So there's no reason why anybody can't find you out there. You're a very accessible, and you're out changing the world one lyric at a time with your country soul twang. I love it. I'll, uh, one smile at a time. Well, tell me your website, and then we're going to leave, and I'm going to play a excerpt from Running Home. So tell me your website, and then we're going to – thanks for coming on with air with me today, Mike. So tell Jillian, the people where they – thank you so much. Thank you welcome. so much, and congratulations on being featured, <laughs> by the way. That is awesome. <laughs> thank you very much. I will You're take welcome. that. Give me your website you can... for everyone. It is heimbaumusic.com, and it's heimbaum, like time, H-I-M-E, uh, baum, like uh, the two Super Bowl quarterbacks. They helped me. Made Got it easier it. to pronounce my name. Heimbaumusic.com. Okay. And you can find me on YouTube or uh, Facebook or all that stuff, too. Yeah, you're pretty famous. You're out there all over. Oh, sure. Or just give me a call. What the heck? Yeah. I'm going to leave, and we're going to play this running home. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Jillian. Enjoy this last cut. The front seat, sunrise. I woke up after a cold night. I got to keep moving. I need a cup of coffee. Get the motor running, defrost. Your heart I'm coming I'm coming after you It's like a movie The lights are on The camera rolling Take one You don't But I do I know where the story goes 